0: Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Gary Vee says, I genuinely believe that any business can create a competitive advantage by giving outstanding customer care. What does that look like? I challenge you to take some time looking at your journey. What is a lead? What is a loan in process? What is a referral partner? What is your post close? Looking at that journey, are you wowing people? And if not, what do you need to do? Because it might be something so little. might be something so little, but wow them. Jeffrey Gittimer says the wow factor can be used by anyone. But the problem is that most won't sacrifice enough to create it. And it doesn't take that much, but man, do it. Create that wow factor. You're touching people. It's such an important part of their lives. What an honor that is. Wow, people. You know, your words are powerful. They're so powerful. And I love what Deb shared last night where she got up and she shared the story about the middle of the night having this zero and 100 and what are you in control of. And there's so many things we're 0% in control of. We can't change rates. We can't change inventory. We can't change margin. We can't change that. But we are 100% in control of our words. And your words are a part of the actions that you take. You're receiving a lot of words while you're here at this event. And what words do you then go take and share in the processes you create and how you're going to create that wow experience? But your words have so much power in them. So I would tell you, as you choose your words, choose them carefully, pause, think, and speak. The number of times that we probably would have benefited by waiting just a minute before we blurted out whatever, have you had that experience before? It's just like, oh, man, I just had it with my daughter um, who was home last weekend, way more challenging to parent as, a, as a, you know, adult, sort of, than she was as a child. And I remember having these things where she'd just say these things and do these things. And I'm like, Sue, don't let those words come out of your mouth. And I'd be like, but how can you, you know? And I'm like, oh, gosh, why did I do that, you know? But pause, think, think before you speak. Interesting thing. This is a, a study by the Journal of Economic Psychology. They actually studied soccer goalies. And, you know, you get to the time in the game where they're kicking a penalty kick on the goalie. So it's just the kicker and just the goalie, right? We've all seen this. So they actually did this study looking at the number of times that the kick went to the right, to the center, and to the left. And what they found, which is not entirely surprising, that it's about a third, a third, and a third that the the kick actually went out from the kicker towards the goal. But when they looked at the goalie and which way that they jumped, here's what they found. 49% of the time they went to the left. 45% of the time they went to the right, leaving 6% of the time that they stayed in the center. Now, why is that? It has some interesting implications. They actually talked to the goalies. and like, why would you do that? If you know a third of the time, it's coming at you. They said, man, when times are tough and the chips are down and I'm under pressure, I'd rather be seen as doing something, even if it's the wrong thing. Right? Because God help me, if I jump the wrong way, at least I jumped. I didn't just stand there like, ooh, you know, while the ball went the other direction. So they said, I'd rather do something, even if it's completely the wrong thing. Okay, now well, this is interesting, is that our our words are this way too, right? Sometimes we'd rather just be saying something. You know, you're in that meeting, you're with that customer, I better be saying something because I need to be seen as being important. You know, and I, we talked about actions last year, but if you remember, we talked about not just taking action, we did talk about taking that action when you feel that urge, like getting over that amygdala. I remember talking about Martha back there and saying, you know, we're going to defeat Martha But it was define those things, operationalize those things, then take action. And your words are no different. Be careful with your words. Be careful with your words. Pause an extra beat. Somebody taught me years ago that if you're in kind of a stressful meeting, bring a hot cup of coffee and sip it right about the time that somebody's probably expecting you to talk or you think you should talk because it will shut you up for a minute and let something else happen. And you can talk when the time is to talk, but take your time. Think, measure your words carefully. You never know how long your words will stay in somebody else's mind even long after you've forgotten them. Your words, and you can probably think of words right now that somebody said to you. I can think of words that people said to me when I was in grade school that were hurtful words and I still remember them. Okay, so whether you're speaking the words, whether you're writing the words. I have some beautiful words that my daughter has written me over the years that she probably doesn't even really remember these, um, but I do because I've saved them, right? She put this on my computer the other day. That was cute. Um, This one I wrote. And I made her sign it. Yeah, because I wanted her to remember that. So we don't know how long our words are going to stay. We also don't know how many words that we are going to get to speak. Our days are numbered and our words are numbered. And I was so caught last night, and I was talking to Stephanie Frazier, Brian's wife. And we were watching that video of him. And he didn't know, when he was recording that video, that he wasn't going to have a lot more to share. Okay, And none of us in this room know. How many more words are we going to get to share? How many more words do we get to speak to our family, to our friends, to our customers? Our words are important, because people are going to remember them probably after we're gone. right? So be careful with your words. And as you grab that, does everybody have their red marble from Todd? You're cool. uh, It's okay if you don't have it with you. But what I want to encourage you to do, and Todd talked about this, is keeping your little red marble with you and put it in your bag, in your purse, in your backpack, your briefcase, your car, your man purse, whatever it is you got. No judgment. Um, But think about when you see this, who needs to hear a word from you? Who needs a thanks from you? Who needs a wow from you? Who might need a sorry from you? Who needs to hear yes from you? You know, what do you need to say no to? And, and what's enough? Okay, so use this little little red marble as your cue for that. Because one idea and one sentence and one word can absolutely change your life, change somebody else's life. And on that note, because this literally is my favorite event. I just want to share this word with you, which is thanks. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it.